Hello and welcome. This is Rochelle Asbury, one of your co-hosts with Being Minority in America. Today, Terry and I will dive into the question, how can we be better allies for each other? We hope our stories around this topic resonate with you and that you may find similarities or connections that bring us together. Thank you so much for listening in and sharing your time with us. Hello out there. This is Terry Wada, and I'm with the Rochelle Asbury. And we are bringing our December episode of Being Minority in America to you. This is episode number four, and we'll be talking about how we can be better allies for each other because right now, especially, we need to stand up for each other more. We need to be present for each other more. And the more that we can support each other in, in just allyship and helping one, you know, helping each other along in our own journeys, wherever we are, the better we're going to be as a society, as a country and moving forward together. I know, um, I think I've built, uh, a great relationship with Rochelle over the past few months. And I try to see her as an ally for myself and I try to be as much of an ally for her as well. Um, and I think it, this, this episode will be a great um, story about how we can serve each other and how we've been helping each other along as well. So we'll dive right in there. All right. All right. Rochelle, I know you've got a lot of, um, You've got probably a lot more experience and expertise in this area. So I want to kind of turn the mic over to you and hear your kind of points as to how we can be better allies for each other. Because I know I've been learning a whole lot from you about that as well. So I know you had a couple of points that you could share. Sure. Could you open us up with those? Sure. No no problem. And, and thank you again, Terry. I've learned a whole lot from you too, just, in, just from your heart and being so authentic. And this subject here is really, um, really in my wheelhouse. It kind of sits in my heart because we can be uh, allies for each other if we just take the time. And the ways that we do that is that listen, listen to one another. Just come to the table or come to the bench. It doesn't have to be the table. And just come with an <laughs> open heart and an open mind. Not judging, not being defensive, but just having those ears to hear, but hear with our heart. So I think that's number one is to mm -hmm. listen. Um, and from that, not only just listen, but then once we take the information in, we got to let it marinate for a little bit. You know, it's like having a, mm -hmm. a great, you're going to have a great steak. You might have to marinate. It might be a little, little tough <laughs> uh, at the <laughs> forefront, but there are tools to kind of, and things to help uh, marinate that. So I would just say that, um, you know, just taking the information, letting it marinate, and then also, you're going to have to do something with that information. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know for a fact, for me, the things I've learned along the way is that because I pray a lot and know a lot of people that pray and meditate, and that's great. But I do know that prayer without action is also dead. So just because you get the information um, in the, and you don't do anything with it, then it's for naught. So we never want to do things in vain. 
And we just want to have a listening ear. So I would start off with saying that. What do you think about that, Terry? I love that, right? It's just about being being that, like you said, being that open ear, mm-hmm. open mind, open heart, open ear, so that we can hear each other's stories. And I, 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 this was kind of the reason why we even started this podcast is because I just loved hearing your stories. I mean, for the good and the bad, some of them, you know, not, they're not always great stories, but some of them are also fantastic, just learning experiences for myself because I can't have your experiences, but if I can try and hear your stories and I can see through your eyes and understand a little more about what life is like through your eyes, right. In your shoes, yeah, which is, I think, important for us if we're going to start to be allies exactly because you can't be an ally that only sees from your own perspective you have to be able to shift shift perspectives and see from someone else's standing point right from from their shoes from their feet on the ground what is what do things look like exactly well i think too there has to be some some willingness you have to be willing you have to be intentional because i do know in this 21st century that things we have gotten busier I mean, just crazy, Mm -hmm. crazy busy. Some of it that we bring on ourselves, but a lot of things, (laughs) you know, we're juggling and we're doing and we want to be good at it. We want to perfect it. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, um, when we look at things around us in our own homes, in our own communities and things are happening. I remember um, someone saying before, um, you know, some of the best leaders are the leaders that you look at when you look in the mirror. So, um, you know, what are we doing? How are we showing up for one another? Or if we're mm-hmm. showing up for one another, I think that really, um, you know, gives us an opportunity to to pause, an opportunity to take our minds off ourselves and look at other people. And I think, too, in some cities, not necessarily I'm here in Indianapolis, but you know, some of the busier cities, we don't even look at each other. You know, we don't mm-hmm. even look in each other's eyes because a lot of times the mouth can say one thing, but the eyes will say something different. And, mm-hmm. You know, when we see a person, when we see their eyes, that'll give us the opportunity to ask, you know, how, how are you today? Really, you know, how are you? And mm-hmm. I think sometimes we don't want to know because we, we really have to do something about it. and so we hear that same canned um answer we're fine but we're not you know your Mm -hmm. neighbor isn't fine you know your colleague isn't fine you know sometimes Mm -hmm. somebody in your home isn't fine so right yeah that uh whole that that willingness to even yeah that makes a lot of sense so not just not just having that open, open heart, open mind, open ear, but also really putting effort and making the time to listen to other people and mm-hmm. having that willingness, like you said, to listen to each other. Love it. Okay. So that's the first thing we can do, right? Correct. Is to have that willingness to listen and just making that time to listen and just listen with that open heart, mm-hmm. open mind. Exactly. 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 And I know we want everybody to be fine, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the reason why we may not be checking in because we just want them to be fine. And if they're not screaming, then they must be fine. But that's not always, that's not always the case. So. Right. Yeah. So then what do we do after we listen and we're willing to listen? What do we do next? 
Well, I think the next thing is, you know, we have to do something with the information. We got to let it sit in. We got to let it marinate. And then we have to do something with it. And I believe um, it doesn't necessarily have to be something grandiose. It could be something just small, you know, just saying, you know, I hear you. I, I understand finding out exactly, you know, just be determined that you want to do something about it. You know, you just have to do something about it. There are times and I, you know, I, I donate a lot because, you know, um, I've been afforded a lot by God's grace, mm-hmm. but there are times that I'm not, you know, excluding people writing a check for stuff. But there's a lot of times you need to plug in mm-hmm. and see other people. I remember when I volunteered for a domestic uh, violence shelter here, gave me a whole perspective. Of course, I can write a check. And I did write a check, but I also rolled up my sleeves. And I really mm-hmm. saw those women. I really saw them. I really looked in their eyes. And when you look in a person's eyes, like I said before, you can see a whole lot. And what I found out, because I think the perception is, is a certain class of people that go through domestic violence. But I met lawyers that lived there, had to flee with just what was on their backs and, you know, hopefully grab uh, one lady said, you know, it was a struggle to get her kids birth certificates, but she left with her kids their birth certificates and what was on their backs. So again, you know, it gives you a perspective. It gives you a heart for people. Because we assume certain things and it's not always true. Uh, So doing something, plugging in. And I tell you, Terry, the time that I volunteered there, and I think I volunteered there for maybe two hours, maybe, um, that I dedicated that time in my schedule. And I tell you, that was the most fruitful time in my life when I, when I allowed myself to do that. And that was priceless. Mm -hmm. So again, and I think there are a lot of people listening out there, and I think they understand what I'm saying, is that when you allow yourself to plug in and people are saying, oh, this is great what you're doing, but you receive, you, the person, the person that's doing it, you receive a lot too. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I like to say that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that makes complete sense, right? Because you got to do something with, the new information that you have that now that you can see what others are going through, what are you going to yeah. do about it? Right. You can't just sit there. Cause if not, that doesn't make any change. happen. Right. And just listening isn't enough. But when you step out and however you do something, whether or not it's plugging into that community or stepping up, you know, for someone else um, or helping them get through what it is they're getting through. Right. Like you've got to do something with that. I love yeah. that. And and I, I don't think, um, I'm not trying to compare, you know, what we're, what we're doing here to, you know, your, uh, the woman shelter, but it's, you know, I think it's the same, we have the same heart in, in doing this, that we're trying to share stories. And then from those stories, hoping that 
we can start to take some action, right? We can hear each other's stories. We can make some differences in our own lives. I, I know for myself, hearing your exactly. stories and thinking about what you've gone through, making changes in my life and some of the things that, that I've done and how I can change my actions exactly. to help other people, right? I love it. Okay. So we're going to listen and be willing to listen, listen with an open heart, open mind, be willing to listen and make the time for others. And then we're going to do something with this new, new perspective, this new information that we exactly. have. So, so then what do we do? After well, that? I believe all of this is like, you know, I never was a big dominoes player, but I, I do know <laughs> that um, it has a domino effect. At least it should. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that is that, you know, bring someone else along, you know, come alongside, just don't sit on this knowledge, just don't sit on this experience. I think life is a series of experiences. Um, I, I will say this, from the time that you, you come to this earth to the time you leave, it's a dash in the middle. And I think that's the most important as far as how did you live this life? Was it just about you and your family and your tribe? Or was it about, you know, uh, how you how you helped other people? Because I know people that have lived a shorter life, you know, that live as long as I've lived. And they were so impactful. They were so inspirational. They helped people. There's, you know, mm-hmm. and then there are people that live <laughs> that uh, have lived a long time that it was always about, you know, big you's and little me's and you against them and all that. And um, I never want to get to the end of my life saying woulda, coulda and shoulda. You can do it. Yeah. You know, make that a, make that a priority. And and I believe, too, if you have children. One thing I know about children, you know, this day. And, and time is that they believe more about what you do than what you say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. And I think you—they're always—they're uh, always watching. And you want to leave that kind of kind of legacy, but share that experience because I was able to bring, um, you know, many people along just sharing that experience. You know, that one particular experience, and I remember. Um, you know, when my daughter was really young, that um, for Thanksgiving, you know, she was little and I volunteered and volunteered her and my husband to um, to work with the Moselle Sanders Thanksgiving uh, um, dinners for, for people in need. And a couple of my girlfriends was like, oh, my God, Rochelle, you you want your daughter to, you know, see people that are, you know, hard on their luck? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and people, you know, these two didn't understand that. But I tell you now, my daughter's a young adult and it has, it made a profound impact on her life. Again, see things, you know, need to be generational. Some, sometimes we look at this world and say, well, well how did this happen? Well, you know, <laughs> you know, we didn't mm-hmm, necessarily mm-hmm. sow the kinds of things into the next generation that we, we need to. And I'm just talking from my, my personal experience, my own, my own family sharing that story. I mean, I, that was the action part. I could have told her about what, you know, what we see and how that works out. But I think it was profound that, 
you know, um, she was able to to see a little girl that was her age and how she looked and everything like that and her Mm -hmm. experience. And, you know, and I just shared with my daughter after that experience um, that we have to be mindful. We have to be grateful because what happened to them, whatever hard knocks, it can happen to us. You know, if you get a major sickness in, you know, any of your family and medical bills could just take you out. So that's why, you know, we have to have that heart of compassion. We sometimes look at people and say, why, why are those people like that? Why can't they just pull themselves up by their own bootstraps? Well, there you go. Assume it, you, you know, <laughs> everybody don't have boots. They don't have bootstraps. <laughs> exactly. That's right. You gotta have both. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying that to say that you know it was not. I mean, like I said, my friends were like, "Oh my God, you know that's going to be kind of a you know tough experience for." But it wasn't. It was a loving experience. It was a happy experience for her. I think sometimes we we put our feelings or our I don't know. I don't know, whatever, on other people. But at the end of the day, we're all human. We have um, we have a need of being seen. We have a need of being heard, you know, as, as human mm-hmm. beings. So, yeah, I just want to just share that. And it's important to do that. And let your heart lead you. I'm not saying everybody should run out and lead a campaign that, you know, say, save everyone on the planet but if you do a little bit and you put your little bit with with my little bit and terry's little bit <laughs> we have a big bit yeah we have big bit yeah exactly bit. <laughs> exactly oh i can't agree with you more so i love that because you kind of just laid out three things that we can do and it's not hard yeah it's not hard right just being willing and open to listening to someone else's stories and experiences and really just accepting that, right? Accepting them and their experiences as they've had them. And then, you know, take action, do something with that. Like now that you have this new perspective, you have a broader perspective, what are you going to do with it? And then be intentional about bringing someone else along, right? I love that that you are you considered your daughter as bringing her along right how do you want to impact that generation oh and what i love the most was um you had said uh what matters the most in life is what happens between those you know the time you're born to the time that you die you know those i i could imagine the the dates on your tombstone and there's that dash in the middle right you're like the what matters most or what what's most important in life is that dash in the middle and how that dash in the middle has impacted other people's exactly. dashes. You know, that that was really profound for me to think about. That is my life, right? My life on 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 my headstone or my niche, whatever it may be, like that dash is what what's made my life important and how impactful was that dash. So yeah. yeah I love yeah, it. That's 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 true. You know, it's almost like taking a pebble and you know, throw it in a river and watch the ripples from it. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to vibrate. We, we are always vibrating something, but we want to vibrate for, for the good. And I think we're at a time no longer can we sit and say, well, why is that happening? You know, we have to take, right. we have to take some responsibility for it. 
Um, like I said, we, we're the leader, you know, that we want to see by just getting in the mirror. <laughs> and so we're those leaders. <laughs> well, get in the mirror. <laughs> yep. Get in the mirror. But I, I think, too, um, a lot of times we've been told and we tell ourselves that we have to do something, you know, just, you know, has to be off the charts. And it really doesn't have mm. to be, you know, like that, you know, right. I'm not, I'm not discrediting that if you, you do have that, but just the simple things of looking somebody in their eyes, you know, and seeing them, we all want to be seen. We all want to be listened to. We all want to be valued, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's the, that's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. We can, we can stop yeah, and that's, I love it. And it's it's the case for everyone, right? Like you said, it's every one of us that we all want to be heard. We all mm-hmm. want to be seen. So we need to be there for each other. We need to be allies for each other. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. color you are. It doesn't matter you're black, brown, yellow, white, pink, purple. It doesn't exactly. matter, you know? everyone everyone needs has that has that need to be um, heard and and that need to be seen totally agree with you that that's that's just so simple when you think about it in that way right to just be a better, better ally it's so simple when you think about it i don't have to go out and organize marches or organize mm-hmm. protests or be in that position but just being able to connect with another person who I I might not understand at all um, and listen to their stories listen to them really let make sure that they feel like exactly. they're being heard right that I'm understanding them as a person and then just taking some small actions small actions on that whether or not it's you know taking someone to lunch because they're in need and they just need that time to share or they need that help or, you know, volunteering uh, at a, at a shelter or on Thanksgiving. I love that. We're trying to get my, my daughter into, we were trying to do that this year. Unfortunately, a lot of the volunteer opportunities in person have gone away, but um, you know, bringing people along in, in that journey of how do you show up for other people and helping the people who are looking up to you, bringing them along so that they can see how you are showing up for other people as well. I love that. So you make it sound well, so simple. Well, you know what? It, right? it really is. And you feel so good about it and you want to do, you want to do more, you know, because it just takes a little drizzle. I mean, and it's just amazing how that, you know, um, how people, how it change their lives that you that you mm-hmm. saw them you know and not only that you saw them you were willing to do something ab- about it um there are a lot of times too that we're out and i know we're in this difficult season of this pandemic and maybe some things we just can't you know physically go to do but we can pick up a gift card or we can do something or we can mm-hmm. ship something, or we can mail something, or we can just check on mm-hmm. some senior people in our neighborhood. Or, you know, I'm always buying an extra book of stamps and going to, not plugging for the Dollar Tree, but I'll go and get some thank you cards or get some cards, and I just mail stuff out. And uh, 
And they'll call me and say, oh, Rochelle, you didn't know that card showed up at the right time. I didn't know. But just just that second. And that, that takes, you know, a few minutes out of your time. But here, here's the deal, though. I found out that when you do things like this, it seems like to me you regain even more time that you need to get something done. I know that sounds kind of strange, but... Mm-hmm. When I was really grinding in um, in my work in corporate America, you know, I wasn't missing a beat. And I know there's a lot of women that work really hard, even if you're not in corporate, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you just got to just put in one more load of laundry. But you regain <laughs> that yep. time. What It seems like to me, it's, I don't know the way it works out or... I don't have a scientific way. I don't, I, I can't say the time stops or whatever, but when you come back to the things you said you needed to do, it seems like it goes so much. I don't know. It's, it's smoother. I, I can't explain it, mm-hmm. but I've had that happen to me I, many times. It seems like your mind, your heart is uh-huh. so open. So when you go back to that, whatever you think you couldn't put down, it's like, it just clicks. It just clicks when you take that moment when, you know, I always believe to joy is right now in the moment. What can you do right in the moment? Because again, you know, my motto has always been, you can't do anything about the past, right? So I don't want anybody guilty to say, oh my God, I should have volunteered or I should have, would have, could have, should have, that, you know, don't do that to yourself or you get anxious about the future. But right now, I tell people, I'm sure you have a, uh, you know, you have cards or thank you cards you'd have picked up along the way and they're just sitting. Just, you know, just hearing <laughs> what Terry and I say, you know, have to say, just go ahead and drop that in the mail. I mean, it's amazing. Then when you go back to that that stuff that you think you need to do, oh my God, it just seems like you just get blessed even more because you took the time. And that's what they're going to remember about you. So, right. That's that that's dash, that dash you, know? you know? You want people to be able to, <laughs> to say those kinds of things. But again, you know, I'm just being, you know, trying to shed a little humor. But at the end of the day, that's what humanity is about. Humanity is just not about mm-hmm. me and my household. It's just not about if I can, um, turn the lights on and they'll come on or go to my refrigerator and get an extra snack. There are people (laughs) that's living, you know, probably a mile or a couple miles away from you that that is not the case that they can't do it. Mm -hmm. And they just need a hand up. Um, There's a saying, and I hope I get this right. If you, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for, for that day, and I'm sure it'll be appreciative. But if you show a man how to fish, then he can he can eat for a lifetime. So I think what Terry and I are doing is that um, we're just sharing from our hearts that you'll listen to, you know, our stories and share the stories, and you find out even more ways of extending your grace, extending your compassion to another human and not looking at them like, well, they got themselves in that situation. <laughs> you know, no judgment because mm-hmm. you don't know 
what you do if you had those set of circumstances. So I really take my judgment off that person. And like I said before, if you have a major illness, you don't know, you know, so you got to be grateful and you got to be humble. So I'll just, you know, I'll end it that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a lot of great, like just good nuggets in there of how we can be better allies for each other. And I love how you bring it to the, that humanity, like that's what humanity is. Humanity is the, is when we show up for each other as allies, when we show up for each other as human beings, not just as me, myself, my family, but as our extended, we are all brothers and sisters, right? On this earth, we're all human, human beings, exactly. we're the human race. And, and that's what humanity is about, is about being allies for each other. It doesn't matter where you're from, what language you speak and what you look yeah. like. It doesn't matter. We're all meant. That's to great. I other. love that. And that's so true. And I tell you, once you, you know, Terry, you open your heart to that. Um, it's, it's interesting how, how life will, will give you those opportunities all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so don't, don't like, Oh God, I missed that opportunity. No, nope. you know, just, just be aware, be aware, just be aware. If you mm-hmm. see a, you know, senior lady in the, in the checkout, you know, maybe, you know, struggling to look for some more coins or something to, to purchase or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just action. Just, help Just action. Uh uh-huh. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, so you gave us some good stuff and especially this is a perfect time to be thinking about this yes. because we're heading into the holidays, right? It's the time where there's so much stress, there's so much busyness, but we are, you know, intentionally taking on all this stress and busyness, trying to show up for other people. So it's great things for us to keep in mind, I think, especially in this upcoming month with the holidays coming and thinking about, you know, when we're getting busy, focused on ourselves, how does that impact all the people around us? And how are we showing up for, for not just our family and friends, but also our, you know, extended human beings down the street, down, you know, down in, down in the corner or down uh, on the other side of town. How exactly. Up for each other there. Well, so I love, that. I just think too, Great. you know, especially during this time, being mindful that you and your household may be intact, but we have to be mindful that over 250,000 plus people have died um, during this, this, um, mm-hmm. during this pandemic. And you're, like I said, yeah. you're, you're, you're close family members. You might have them, but then um, that might be not, that may not be the case for someone else. I remember my husband sharing very quickly, okay. <clears throat> this lady that he works with said, well, she doesn't know anybody that has died from COVID. And I thought, wow. And and I thought to myself, I said, just because she didn't know him personally, there's still a human being because you you can look turn the television on and know that um, people are dying. So you know, never allow yourself to be yeah. that closed off that you know that you can't um, be concerned about other people. So anyway, I can go on and on, but hey, yeah. check us out, 2021, yeah. right? <laughs> Yes, yes. So thank you for listening in. This was episode four. And and 
this was such a great, great time, at least for myself and, and Rochelle had some amazing, amazing just information and nuggets on how we can show up better for each other. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Rochelle yeah. and her wisdom around this topic. And take this into your, take this into 2020, take this into your New Year's resolution for how you want to show up 2020. Start thinking about what does that look like? Oh, sorry, 2021. Oh my God, I'm still stuck in 2020. <laughs> how do you show up for in 2021, right? Setting those New Year's resolutions and, and thinking about how do you take some of these actions moving forward? How can you be more willing or how can we be more willing to listen and hear each other? How can, you know, what are those small actions we can take upon that? And then who are you going to bring along? Who are you going to bring along in 2021? Who's your, your ally under your wing that you want to bring along? I love it. All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know I enjoyed that. I always enjoy hearing Rochelle's stories and just seeing through her perspective and, um, We'll just sign off here and wish everyone a happy holidays. We'll show a will be with you in January, first day of January 2021. <laughs>